everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Broken Podcast. Uh, joined by myself, Jake Berglund. Lance Warner. Jacob Bergman. And Stefano DeSalvo. Awesome. So, unfortunately, we took kind of a break um, from this past week, just kind of getting everything sorted out. There are a lot of craziness going around in the world right now. Um, I mean, it's impacted us a lot. I know that much. Uh, with Whether uh, a couple of us working at churches, volunteering at churches, just in the area itself. Um, a lot of craziness going on right now. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll be praying for everybody. Obviously, of course, praying for the world. Um, just kind of touch on that because kind of elephant in the room that <laughs> the world's a little crazy right now. Um, but anyway, for, for this, uh, yeah, a little bit crazy, but for this episode, uh, we kind of want to start talking about, um, just the broad, broad sense of the gaming community itself. Um, and obviously that's very broad and vague of what that means. Um, but I think that kind of applies to, um, or where we're going to go with this episode. Um, just the pros and cons and the impacts that it's had on our lives right now. Um, and kind of how outsiders, um, view, people who are in the gaming community and stuff like that. So uh, let's start off with that. Um, why don't we just talk, talk about um, some of the stereotypes, if you will, or some of the negative connotations of the gaming community itself. So, um, Steph, why don't you go ahead and start us off with that? Yeah, I think like sometimes when you think of the gaming community, this kind of like toxic thing comes about because of like, you know, sometimes you'll see glimpses of people being toxic over online or to other people um, in multiplayer and things like that. And it kind of comes off as, okay, people are kind of labeling this community as toxic. Um, even like you'll see YouTube videos out or the only time you really hear about gaming on the news is when like some kid has had like been addicted to gaming, right? It's always been painted as this yeah. like, in a negative from a negative angle um but honestly from my perspective like you know being going to events like e3 or uh, twitchcon or even being in the pro scene um it's really changed my mind and shifted the way i view the gaming community uh for sure my perception has changed um just like it, it's all different when you meet these people in person um over online but in terms of like the gaming community for uh, for myself personally, I've honestly made some of the best, like my best friends. I met them online through the gaming community. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've seen so far. Yeah, and kind of to put that into perspective a little bit, I think all of us, when we first reached out to Steph, we were just like, oh my gosh, like who is this guy? Like we have no idea about him, but he was this huge professional gamer, right? And we're like, we don't know how he's going to act. We don't know much about him. Uh, but now we play with him all the time. We hang out with him. And we just kind of see him as this, guy just like us um so there's all these stereotypes that kind of go into this um for me the biggest one i've seen is the people that do it have no lives or they'll amount to nothing and uh, i think that's just because the older generation just kind of sees it as that and sometimes our generation does too yeah you mean that's like a stereotype yeah that you see, yeah, right? yeah yeah for sure for sure uh it's kind of a stereotype that comes through um and i guess when people see it i mean I'm graduated with my bachelor's degree, pursuing my master's, working three jobs. Berg's on an internship in New Hampshire. Bergla, and you're working jobs, like two, I believe. You're working two jobs, and yeah. you're going through your bachelor's. Berg's going to show his bachelor's. Steph's working a job, too. Um, so, I mean, it's, that's one of the biggest stereotypes that I've seen is people that do that, all they do is sit in front of their screen all day. Or um, they're not going to amount to anything with their lives, and they're just wasting their time. Um, so, yeah, that's my biggest one for sure. I think... Um, it's really easy to interact with people online and be mean and nasty and hateful um, and all these things that we as Christians aren't supposed to be doing. Um, and it's easy for us to fall into that trap as well, just because it's so prevalent and it's so easy to do. I mean, you know, whenever 
you're in a, a multiplayer match and, and somebody you feel like somebody's grieving you and then you get a kill on them. And like, obviously like you're going to want to like rub it in their face. Um, and it's really easy to do that. And we don't think about like the consequences of that. And I think that's part of the reason why um, gaming kind of has this like bad taste for a lot of people, as well as they see people like in their life that just get addicted or, or start to only play video games. Um, and it's just tough for them to see the the positive side of that thing yeah i think um like you talk about like in the game like responding to people it's like it's really easy to fall into the trap of like oh well they did it to me so i'm gonna do it back to them like it's mm-hmm. i'm completely wiped clean because of that or like it's not a problem at all because of that it's like oh they started it first yeah. so fine. <laughs> no but and stuff i like what you said about like the only thing you see on tv like the only thing we see on tv if, unless it's like the espn esports like um website or something like that the only thing we see about stuff like that is either a um somebody like it's ruined somebody's life or b like somebody made a bunch of money off of it or c like, th- this like c it's always you know an active shooter or something like that oh yeah right yeah. i mean you see that quite yeah. a bit and it's like well there's probably a little bit more in in that with that yeah. than just the game right um, yeah and i think we've moved, like i think as a culture mm-hmm. and a society we've moved away from like that violent video games cause people to commit mass shootings or something like that. Um, which, yeah, which a lot of people have a bunch of different opinions on, but, um, so we kind of talk about this toxicity thing. What do you like? What do you guys, what do you guys think? Like what causes that? (laughs) Wanting to be the best competitiveness. (laughs) Like, yeah, well, let's talk about, let's talk about twofold. Like, what do you think causes people to be toxic and like, or, and toxic like mean mean spirited or jerks to people online and like what causes that stereotype of thinking that people that play video games are only toxic well just being seen over online under a username and like nobody seeing who you are nobody seeing the real Mm -hmm. you it's so easy to like have no filter and i think that's kind of where it comes Mm -hmm. from yeah i mean yeah i think that's super true that like if you hear any sort of huge um content creator or anything like and they talk about like all the negative comments they get and stuff like that well they, and they just like the first usually one of the first things to say is like well it's super easy to um post something like that when there's not a face to it yeah, like there's not a person like it doesn't seem like there's a person there like it's just uh like you don't have to interact with the person in order to do stuff like that what do you guys think i think it has become normalized it's like well i'm online like it doesn't matter and so uh, there's no consequences um, to that and not necessarily like a punishment like from like Microsoft or from Sony or something. But I mean like no social repercussion. I mean, if I were to bully, say say I, I bully Berglin at school, like somebody's going to step up and say something. You know what awesome. I mean? Um, <laughs> so, so like somebody would stand up time. and say something. But uh, like there's, there's none of that accountability online. Um, mm. And it's just expected. And so I think that puts a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth, Um, especially like Christian parents that are trying to raise their kids. Right. Or like, you know, in a way that are teaching them to respect other people. And it's like, they play video games and they're learning the opposite. Like, well, so-and-so did this to me, or I got this message from somebody I played against and like, they're cussing me out or, you know, cursing at me, stuff like that. Um, And, or they're, you know, teabagging in the lobby or something like that. It's really difficult to differentiate especially at a young age the difference between like playing video games and real life like where's that line drawn you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Lance? Um, I don't know. I I think it depends on the the game and the community you're messing with. I mean, ask, yeah, like that Luigi, the Luigi's Mansion, the Luigi's Mansion community. Is you know, it's absolutely toxic. It's, it's awful, right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, but you have that whole Call of Duty um, atmosphere. I mean, anytime, I guarantee you, there is not one match that is played in that game that isn't toxic, right? Um, I mean, even Steph, when he's like, man, why is this game so bad? He's like, I played professionally. This is the worst game with toxic right, people. Throw Steph, throw Steph under the bus. <laughs> but um, wait, Steph, you played professional Overwatch? Whoa. Just about. Hold on. Wait, what? Did you actually? Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> Every episode, right? <laughs> yeah, I have to. Throw it in the tradition. What are those jerseys behind you? Oh, yeah. What? Like, hmm? you're, is that like you're a fan of those people? Yeah, I'm a fan. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but i mean it's just i i think it's a mixture of two things um one people are super prideful and arrogant because they never play against the best people so it's easy to play in a lobby i mean it's like me it's easy to play in a lobby against people that just play it one hour a day and they don't really care to be good they're just trying to relax and roll over people and then go into competitive matches and get rolled right and so people are coming in they think they're amazing and when they're not winning or they're absolutely stomping other people, it's just like you have to let them know. I think that's just kind of their mindset. But two, I think it's just a mixture of a lot of people that are playing and we're just exhausted. And it's just a mixture of like Steph's hit on it before. Um, people that are playing games for eight hours a day, nine hours a day, um, we're turning to that because it's something that's happened in their past more than likely. Um, and so when they have all this bitterness that's already in their heart and they have this kind of idea of, well, this is what it's supposed to be and I'm okay with it because I get to be rude to people. Um, I think that plays a huge role in a lot of it. Um, just kind of people coming in with these pre-mindsets and these pre-notions that that's what you have to do and it's okay because this is what I'm feeling for my past as well. Um, so it kind of puts a whole other answer to what we're trying to do with Broken, for sure. But. Yeah, and I just want to be clear. Like, we're not saying that by any stretch of the imagination that we do not do stuff like this <laughs> ever in our lives. Um, it's very, like, it's super easy to just get angry and rage at a video game. I mean, we've all done it before. Um, so I don't want, I, I just don't want to make it sound like we're being like, well, sure. everybody else out there sucks, but we're great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, why, no, 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 no. We talked, we uh, talked about this yesterday. Lance Warner might be one of the most toxic video so game players in I, the world. I am slowly getting better. Uh, you have that to admit, I am slowly, slowly, slowly getting better. Slowly, keyword. I'll never forget. I'll never forget the days like when we we're living in the dorms at LCU. Um, and okay, hold on, hold I'm on, hold on. Let's I'm just compl- remember the people that listen to this real quick. All right. No, I'm just, saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm completely down the hall, yeah. and I just hear Lance screaming at 12 a.m. Yeah. It, which, I, I mean, I all I'm really saying crazy. is. All I'm saying is, I once heard Lance Warner put his foot through a table. Okay, it was already broken. The table was already broken. All right, it was. Don't even, don't even come at me like that. Berg challenged me to break a table, and I broke it. Okay, I didn't. It just so happened that Lance died in Fortnite. Got really mad. It wasn't. I don't think it it wasn't that. It was. It was was a Call of Duty. No, it was a Call of Duty game. I don't remember. I just, I just remember. I just remember that I was playing, and Lance goes. Ah! And stop! And he goes, "Oh no!" Yeah. So hold <laughs> and on, hold room, on background and his table was the day, the day before this happened. Let's hear Bird it. came into my room. I bought this fifteen dollar coffee table from Walmart, and I put it together myself. And he's like, "Your coffee table is weak. Like it can't hold you hold anything." I said, "Bet you I can stand on it." No, 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 no. I said, I said, I said, that's a crappy coffee table. Oh, he a... said, "I can stand on it." And I said, "No, you couldn't." And he said, "Watch this." Like halfway up and, yeah. and <laughs> so I sit on this coffee table and you and like Burke said you just hear 
<laughs> so I was like, oh, nope, can't stand on it. And the next day, like, I did get mad, but I, I was like, oh, I won't break the table. I just kind of like put my foot down on it, and my foot just went straight through the coffee table and <laughs> smashed it in half. And everybody comes out of the dorm rooms, they're like, what just happened? And they just see me carrying like two pieces of a coffee table <laughs> down the hallway. That's what happens. That's what happens. That's when you play COD. Yeah, exactly. But so I, I mean, I used to get really competitive. That's just that's just part of my nature, though. I mean, I still get kind of competitive, but I'm not as bad as I mean. We're all we're all we're all competitive. I mean, that's just like my nature. That's just me growing up with sports and always being told, "If you're not winning, you're not good at anything." (laughs) So if you ain't first, you're last. Exactly, exactly. So that's just my competitive nature, and I think that a lot of people go into Call of Duty with this mindset that they're going to be the best player and become pro. And the reality is, I mean. They're not going to, and that's why those lobbies are toxic. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, that's just yeah. why those lobbies are toxic. Everybody thinks they're better than they are. But... Yeah, including us. Including, including us. me. <laughs> me I'm not sure. good at Call of Duty. I'll be the first to say that. Hey, Warzone's um, our new game, but I don't want to get off topic, Warzone so is, keep moving. Warzone is our new Yeah, not... <laughs> Definitely not. We would get off topic here. <laughs> no, but anyway, so that's just to say, yep. we are also... Um, we can also be like that, like all of us, but yep. um, I think that that's why it calls importance to be able to... Um, like find something that you can like yourself in in order to not like be like that as much as possible or um so you can not be like toxic to other people and um rude online and stuff like that because it's i mean berg you talked about like being being rude online is so much easier than being rude in person yeah i mean Um, it's super rare to um to not be one of my favorite things that we've started doing well me and bergman and steph will do it every now and then and when we get done streaming or playing for the night, we'll just go on Twitch and we'll kind of find somebody that has like one or two viewers and we'll just hang out in their stream and just kind of rate them with four or five viewers. But I mean, that's like 90,000 to them, right? I mean, they get to see people interacting in their chat for the first time. And um, one day, one time a guy killed me and I was like, he had a Twitch TV username and his uh, um, username. And so I was just like, I'm going to go to his stream and I'm going to let him know that what he just did was annoying because he's like sitting in a corner or something. And then I went there and I was like, you know what? What if... I actually just tried to be nice and show this guy Jesus instead. Um, and so when I got there, um, I was just like, hey, man, that was me. Um, can't believe you did me like that, but I mean, hope the stream's going well. Um, and we just, and I just hung out in his stream. And he's, him and his dad both like were talking to me and they're like, we just really appreciate you not being toxic. Like, we appreciate you being a nice person because we're just starting this. Like, I appreciate you supporting him and all these different things. Um, so it was really cool to see um, kind of the positive side of not being toxic and being a good person. I think that's a huge pro to the, community that we in that we're in what we're trying to do yeah and i think um it's a good way to transition into like obviously we talked about that's some of the bad sides of the gaming community mm-hmm. um it's kind of like where the gaming community can rear its ugly head a bit um but let's talk about some of the good things that come out of the gaming community um like how is how has the community impacted you guys like what impact has that had on your life um just, let's just talk about that for a bit honest oh go ahead Go ahead. Go ahead. No, to start off, like you actually really don't need to meet these people in person to really solidify a solid relationship. Like I've, like I said before, I've had like some of my bestest friends, like met them online. Um, not only that, but um, even just this whole team environment, learning how to function in a team is such an important skill. And I think playing games is such a good um, way to train yourself with that. Like for sure. Berg, what were you going to say? Um, I... Along with the friend side of things, but it also gives us a, an escape from the world, you know. Um, especially right now with all the, the chaos going on in the world, it's easy to slip into a game for a couple hours in the evening 
and kind of forget the world and what's going on around us. Um, you know, technology is really advanced in a lot of ways, and I think that gaming has a big impact on that um, or benefits largely from that because while we're all sitting at home um, in our own houses, separate from each other, we're able to play online. I mean, before I came out to New Hampshire, we had, you know, two of us in Illinois and one of us in Canada that will play video games a lot <laughs> together. And now that I'm in New Hampshire, like, that doesn't have to stop. And yeah. so um, I'm 16 hours away from Lance, and I think I'm, like, 10 or 12 hours away from Verbo. And so um, the ability to still see each other online mm-hmm. and talk and hang out um, and keep those relationships are really beneficial. Uh, I know Lance and I last night um, got to play with, well, tonight got to play with one of our friends from school. And it's just really good to be able to to have another avenue rather than like making a phone call um, because sometimes like those phone calls can be awkward. But like you get to like have generic conversation that just kind of like comes organically through playing video games. Um, and you don't have to sit there and think about what am I going to say next? How do I respond to this question? Stuff like that. Um, it gives you a place to hang out that's not necessarily like scripted mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry a whole lot about what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. You can just kind of relax and be yourself. And I think that's a really, really positive thing you get to do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Go ahead, Bergle. No, go ahead, Lance. Oh. oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, for me, I mean, it, it's kind of opened my eyes to a new need. Um, I, I think that was my biggest positive because honestly, as when I was asked this question, it kind of took me a little bit to pick a positive from this environment, um, besides being able to um, keep relationships with people that are further away. Um, but kind of seeing a new need and just being able to be Christ to someone that obviously um, doesn't really have an idea of who he is or may have never heard that name before um, is one of my favorite things this community has done for me. It's kind of opened my eyes. I mean, we literally live in the Bible Belt of America. And so it's really hard for us to walk around and encounter somebody that doesn't, that's just lives in a way that doesn't um, recognize Christ or doesn't understand who he is or doesn't know anything about him. But when we're here, we get to meet new people all the time and kind of get different cultures from all over the place. And so just being um, thrown out into different cultures has been huge for me. But Yeah. And I just, I think of like, obviously um, none of us would be here if the gaming um, community and industry hadn't made a positive impact in our life. Like if it was all negative, we wouldn't like, why would we be doing this anymore? um and i just think of like time like when i played destiny um back in the day um like trying to find people to do the raids with or something like that and you get on like the lfg the looking for group um and one of the best times i ever had um like doing a raid or anything in that game was with uh five other people who i'd never met before um and i talked to those people for like a couple years at least after um our first time meeting each other and it's just you think of like how far um just a positive impact like between like a positive relationship can have on everybody um and opposed to just going in thinking well someone messes up i'm gonna scream at them or something like that you know what i mean so um now that we kind of talk about the impact we've had, like us personally, what, how do you guys see that the gaming community, gaming community can have a positive impact? Like, I don't want to say on the world, but on the, not us personally, on people outside of our inner circle. I mean, to start off, it's just, it's connecting people from all over, right? Especially with that, the whole online aspect, like just meeting people from different areas of the world um and just creating that inclusive community that you don't you really don't see anywhere else i mean you do uh you do see glimpses of it but i think it's more prevalent in gaming yeah i mean what does that look like 
well whether it's like a big gaming event like e3 right you're getting people not just from the us or canada or north america but you're getting people from europe too coming in twitchcon um even like when it comes to esports right you have all these different teams all these different like teams that represent represent different countries uh that you can cheer for um players from europe players from north america it's pretty much like if we're talking on a world scale for sure gaming is definitely part of that yeah i think it's but well um like we see so many more people especially in light of what's happening right now like the gaming industry is kind of booming it right is. now which is weird to talk about with everything that's going on but mm -hmm. so many people who um aren't super familiar with the industry or the community are coming to play now just because i mean what else are you going to do uh with what's going on right now in your house um what about you guys how do you guys see it impacting people around us i i've known um several uh students or and or kids younger than me um that i've had the privilege of working with with the youth group or at the boys and girls club those kind of things um and i know several of them that would go to school and get bullied for who they were, um, whether they're a little nerdy or geeky, or maybe they like math or something like that. Um, being able to, to go home in the evenings and get on, you know, they could be getting on anything from like world of Warcraft to league of legends to call of duty or destiny. And they have different people that they can be. Um, they're able to, to, make friends online like we're talking about that that accept them for who they are that respect them for who they are and, and aren't going to make fun of them for you know the way that their hair is parted or the clothes that they wear um the ability to to make relationships that aren't that aren't based by like where you are socially um like in social classes or or something like that or even where you live like I know some of the kids back home, um, maybe they, you know, they're living the projects, but like online, nobody has to know that and nobody cares. Like it's one of our friends we play video games with. And I think that that's something that um, the world is starting to see a little bit, but I think that Christianity is still rejecting that a little bit because in, in the Christian world, like gaming is still something that's looked down on. Um, whether that's because, you know, maybe somebody had a bad experience with it, you know, maybe a, maybe a child really got wrapped up in gaming and kind of threw their life away um, or, you know, got addicted and, and stopped taking care of like the, the physical world around them. Um, or maybe it's just, you know, well, that's the devil's games and, you know, some, <laughs> oh, yeah. some old lady that's just being upset and mad about it um, because her grandkids playing on the internet with, with strangers. Yep. Um, but the reality of like, we're, we're able to make relationships and, and especially whenever we're playing games that go across multiple, you know, nations and countries and being able to see the relationship that we have, we're opening our eyes to like a bigger picture of the world. Um, and I think that that is something that Christians need to start accepting because it has such a big impact on people. And I know a lot of personal stories where like video gaming has, has, help somebody that's been really struggling um, in life or, you know, they feel lonely being able to turn to video games and get that community. Yeah. What are you thinking, Lance? Um, so when I think about a way that this community can positively influence somebody else, um, it kind of goes a lot of different ways, but mainly it's just those relationships that have already been hit on a ton, right? Um, we have so many different avenues to reaching new people and building new relationships, but also, um, the ways that we support one another is huge. 
uh, like Burke said, we're far away. Never like Steph was in Canada. <laughs> like, I mean, we did, we still get to support one another and still spend time together, but also the way that communities respond to different things like broken um, and supporting it and just showing that, you know, they care for what we're doing is huge. And I think that's the biggest positive impact that we can have is just being a supportive community. But yeah, something else I wanted to add uh, is um, even when I was like, even when I was a pro player, um, you know, when my basically when me and my teammates were moved into one location into a team house i was introduced to korean players and even just getting to know their culture and having a scope into oh, yeah. like how they live and the type of food food that they eat and things like that i was introduced to new things right um as opposed to if i was just you know staying here in canada i would not know that um so that's something that can pretty much positively impact as well yeah and i think of like i'm sure you guys have seen the stories before also um of like people who had made, become really good friends and like stuff like Warcraft or something. Um, and they've been playing with each other for years, but then like one of them happens to pick or something. Um, and they all just come together in like community in order to support that person. Like they'd never met each Like I saw one story one time, like it was like these eight or so guys that had never met each other in life. They just played World of Warcraft with each other for a really long time. And one of them got cancer and they all just like dropped what they were doing and flew to meet the guy. Um, so finally, like, like they'd never seen each other face to face and they finally like, um, they just, came around him in order to show love and support for him and stuff like that. Um, and I think like there's all these sorts of um, like charity live streams and stuff that happen all the time um, of streamers trying to raise money for a good cause, whatever that is. Um, companies like Rooster Teeth every year they do um, it's called extra, like their 24 hour extra live stream, which is where they stream for 24 hours in order to try to raise money for the children's hospitals um, in Austin and throughout the country. And um, Austin, Texas, and throughout the country and stuff like that. And and speaking of that kind of stuff, I know Phase is just putting on like mm-hmm. it might have been today even um, a big combination of like uh, the f- people on Phase as well as like big other big time streamers, um, musicians, uh, sports athletes um, to raise money for this coronavirus. Yeah, um, I know that like Doctor Disrespect, Nick Merks. Um, I know several of the phase guys run it too. They all played Warzone today to try to raise money. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, and I think, it, like, especially in a, like a pandemic and a crisis going on, like right now, we, see, um, and this isn't specific to the gaming community by any means, um, but how people could just come together and help with stuff like that. I think that's really indicative to, um, like, what our goals as Christians um, and as our, our goals as um, just trying to live like God is. Um, is coming around in community and stuff like this. Um, and I kind of want to touch more on, like, how do we start to build this kind of community, right? Um, there's a lot of bad in the gaming community. We've talked about that and a lot of stuff that we don't support by any means. Um, how do we start to just move toward a place of more positive outreach and, um, like, just have this positive community of people that just want to um, be kind to each other and show kindness um, and just be with each other in a place of positive um, community. How do, how do we begin to do that? I mean, first yeah, thing. I, uh, oh. oh, go ahead, Lance. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You go ahead. <laughs> it's always, it's always, yeah, always every mean, time. Man. Come on, Lance. I don't get it. <laughs> Come right, on. You go ahead, Steph. No, Steph, I'm listening to you. Oh, yeah? Okay, cool. Tell me what you were thinking of, Boots. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. Honestly, oh, though, the, the first two things that come to my mind is just meeting people where they're at and also just loving on to them. Right. I think, um, you know, yep. it's so easy to just condemn somebody and say, like, hey, this is what you're doing wrong um, when you're just like standing from afar. But when you're meeting somebody where they are 
you know, in the situation with them. And also them feeling like you're, you're going through that as well. Uh, just makes it so much easier to kind of go against the grain and kind of separate ourselves within this community. Right. And like change things essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the biggest thing that we can do is just be different. Right. Um, I mean, look at courage, JD or Jack Dunlop, whatever you want to call him and Connor. I mean, you guys probably know I'm talking about people on the um, podcast won't, but um, courage is this big time streamer. And he ran into this kid that was playing and he was, was not good at all. And most people would just get on the mic and talk trash to this kid and, you know, be super rude and demeaning to this kid. But instead courage realized the platform that he had. And he said, I'm going to invest in this look in this kid. And I'm going to show him what it's like to be a nice person within the gaming community. And because of courage, I mean, Connor's now one of the biggest streamers out there on YouTube. I mean, he does YouTube content creation and courage still supports him to this day. He got him this new setup and all kinds of different things. So just being different shows others that, you know, there is positivity in this community. We just have to be more um, outgoing with it. We need more positive yeah. influences yeah. like him, right? Like yeah. there's not enough sure. people like that, that have that big following, that have mm -hmm. that big influence. Yep. And I, right. And so it's really easy to go on YouTube and, and look up, you know, gaming rage compilations. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I saw one today that I was, was actually, having to talk on my YouTube. Just one of those <laughs> and I mean, th these guys die and it's, you know, dropping f-bombs and slamming their keyboards uh -huh. i watched one today where where a guy yelled an f-bomb and then threw his controller and it split into like three pieces as it shattered against his desk yep. um you know being different doesn't mean like being that you have to you know get on the mic and god loves you he wants you to do amazing <laughs> like it's not that um it's, it it's just it's just being nice yeah. and caring about people and you know if you get in a game and you like the person you're playing with you know send them a friend invite and you know the next time you're on if they're on you have anybody to play with like shoot them an invite and just hang out he's slow just yeah. be nice you know <laughs> he's slow um you know and it's that's it's where the guy you're they met this. online for yeah. anybody that might be confused by <laughs> yeah. that yeah, so yeah it's the guy we met online just gonna say just gonna say keith slow <laughs> yeah, <sorry>. um <laughs> So, you know, it's it's the it's the little things that's gonna make us stand out. Um and the more that you get to build those relationships with people, like conversation's gonna come up organically. Like, you know, what do you do in your spare time? You know, like what do you enjoy doing, you know? Um, and that's kind of where you can start to talk about the things that are really important to you. And like that's where you could bring up, you know, I go to church or like for us it's really easy. I work at a church, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, yeah. to bring those things up and like you might feel some resistance and that's okay. Like you don't have to push through that barrier, like you bring it up and if you feel them like automatically take that step back, you just, you just sit in that mm -hmm. and you let that happen. And, and, you know, you don't have to be like super like pushy with it and you just let it, let it happen. And, and if somebody, you know, wants to, wants to learn more, they'll ask you about it. And, you know, you can always pray for those people. Um, you don't have to tell them you're praying mm -hmm. for them. I mean, that's, that'd be weird to be like, <laughs> Hey, I know you don't like God and, and you don't believe in him, but I'm praying for yeah. you. Like, that's not what you do, you know, <laughs> but like, Whenever you get done playing with them, you set your headset down at the end of the night and, you know, you go to bed, you just say a quick prayer, you're like, God, just help them find you or, you know, use me as a way to introduce them to you or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think those are, it's the little things that can make the big difference. Yeah. One of my favorite things is um, when people ask me, what do you do for a living? And like almost always I'm like, yeah, I, I preach, I travel and preach. And immediately a flip, like they flip the switch, man. It's a, Oh, I'm sorry for my language, man. <laughs> it's always something like that. And I'm like, man, you don't have to change. I think too often we go into this community and we're like, I'm sorry for my language yeah, yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I mean, like, you're I, not the only one, yeah. man. 
I feel like too often we go into this community and we expect people to change for us to spend time with them. I mean, where do we see that anywhere in the life of Jesus? I mean, we go into this community and we think, no, I can't hang out with these people um, because they use this language. I can't um, be Christ to them because they're too, they're too rude or they don't know them. (laughs) Like, what's the point of being Christ to someone if they already know them? Like, I mean, that came out wrong. That's not what I meant, but you know what I mean? Um, So I think, yeah, I think we, I think too often we go into this community expecting to just hang out with other Christians. And when we find them, we want to stay within those relationships. But in order to change this community, that's not what we have to do. And um, we have to go and meet new people and be Jesus to people that don't know him. But, yeah. And I think that, um, like, we kind of touched on that a bit, but, like, we're not going to um, impact other people like Jesus would by just saying, like, um, by yelling at them and essentially be like, I'm a Christian. You need to be a Christian or something like that. Like Jesus said that, like, uh, like John recorded it. Like Jesus said, they will, they will know you by how, like, you show your love and stuff like that. How you show my love. Um, they're not going to know you by saying, "I'm a Christian. You should be one." That, that's not how we. That's not how we build that positive community, right? We build that positive community by yeah. showing love to one another. Um, and I think, like, especially where John recorded that, I think that's huge. Um, to think about how we start to build that community by showing love to everybody. Um, and just being jesus representative um and i think that's how the best way to go about that it's such a simple uh, fundamental that a lot of people just don't really yeah. remember yeah it's really it's really easy yeah. to forget that as a christian it like it's really easy to be like um i'm a christian i got everything figured out like ooh, i'm gonna go live eternally awesome uh those people i don't i don't care about them they get away from me but that's not at all what we're supposed yeah. to do like that's not all we're called to do um and i think it's really easy to forget that and i mean i'm guilty of that we're all guilty of that but it's just constantly reminding ourselves of that and um, how we're supposed to live our life. Constantly reminding ourselves and anchoring ourselves in um, Jesus and how he wants us to live our lives and how we're meant to do that. So um, any other thoughts you guys have just on um, the gaming community, either positive or negatively? Like what are any other thoughts, last thoughts? I, I just think that Christianity as a whole needs to be better about accepting it um, and, and really running into it um with open arms because you know like we're like we're saying like we're called to be jesus to people and we've done a really crappy job of being jesus to the gaming community Mm -hmm. Um, and we've done a crappy job with a lot of people um not just the gaming community um but in in the context of of broken and with us i just that's one of my biggest things right now is trying to advocate for the accepting of this um i think a lot of people could really use this um, and a lot of a lot of Christian gamers need the support that we're trying to provide. Mm-hmm. Um, but more than that, a lot of non-Christians need our love. And so I think that's something that we need to look forward to and we really need to work on getting better at. Well mm-hmm. said, man. I think for sure. Yep, I agree. Um, so uh, just about running out of time. Um, just want to touch on one thing real quick. Uh, we were looking forward to the Vine at LCU this coming year. Um, unfortunately, with everything going on with COVID-19 um, and safety reasons and stuff, um, Link Christian University has canceled the Vine. Um, completely understand and stand by that decision. Um, uh, Link Christian, like LCU had to cancel um, our semesters fully online for the rest of the year, um, along with a lot of schools um, and colleges throughout the country. Um, so unfortunately, we're not going to be at the Vine this year. Um, but um, we're like, super excited to keep interacting with everybody. Um, in our Discord, and we're starting these weekly discussions that we do every week where we just get to know everybody um, and hear everybody's story and backstory and where they come from in life um, and just get to know people mm-hmm. and experience that community with each other. 
um, here soon. We want to start like doing um, sort of weekly devotionals, um, just kind of help root ourselves in um, life and just work through issues and stuff. Um, work through what, like, how do we react to what's going on in the world right now? Like, um, how do we, how do we go to church when we can't physically be at church? How do we be the church when um, we can't be a building? Like, mm-hmm. we can't go to the building and worship when we're so. I'm super excited for all that coming up. Um, we're going to be praying for the world and everybody. Um, please interact with us um, on YouTube or on Twitter, or if you're listening on Spotify, or Apple, thank you for doing that. Um, interact with us however possible. Um, and we can't wait to see you guys next week. See you guys.